Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of into astrology Are you? In, a, in a sort of peripheral way. Just to, <laughs> I, I appreciate it as a I appreciate yeah. it as a sort of like thing that the thing that people follow. I find it very yeah. fucked up that when I read the profile of my sign, yes. it's like exactly me. That's, that's the, not fun. That's the thing too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. When I read stuff, you know, when I read when it's stuff, like nailing me, just killing it, or like killing it about my relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That relationship sucks. stuff. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks to just be like an archetype. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Susan Collins like wrote about on her website. Oh my god, imagine. Yeah, you're you're like one of the 12 characters you can pick to play the game and you only realize that later. You're like, "Hot, wait. There's like tons of people <laughs> yeah. that are exactly like me." Oh yeah, you're one of the character classes. Yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah, everyone is into that sort of like what some type of like what you could classify as irrational like cultural practices. I mean, one of the things I was into was the like when when Trump got COVID stuff like does he really have it? Like, and then like the fake Melania stuff is yes. sort of at that similar level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of like, is that is that like a body double? Which is like sort of at the level of Q in a certain sense because mm -hmm. it's just like you know nonsense, like it's absurd. But it's fun to like engage in them. Oh yeah, Jake yeah. and I yeah. had a very long Twitter DM about oh, yeah. Epstein's nose bridge. Yes. When it was rolled out. Yes, when he was rolled out on that weird, and there was a weird single photo. Oh man, it got baked so hard on the left. Oh my god. We loved it. That was so fun. Uh, Until Travis told us off. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, he killed Joy. He set us straight. Uh, by the way, uh, listener, welcome to the hundredth premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the QAnon Astrology episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rockatansky, Julian Fields, Liv Fursting, and Travis View. In our recent episodes, we've attempted to keep up with the chaotic and ever-changing news, which is pretty fucking exhausting, to be frank. So this week, we wanted to pull away a little bit from all the madness and kind of reflect on the confluence of mysticism, QAnon, and astrology. And to help us do this, we have streamer and leftist Twitter shitposter Liv, who also goes by Liv Posting, and she has written a segment laying out the connection between interpreting Q-drops and interpreting the alignment of astral bodies. So first of all, how's it going, Liv? And can you give us a little background on how you got into this topic? It's going great. One of the main ways that I got into this topic was firstly just like a, a morbid curiosity with QAnon as like a social phenomenon. What causes it? How it relates to other like elements within society? And then like, um, I just have like a general interest in philosophy. It's like my, my undergraduate degree. So upon reading and looking at some of the philosophy within the Frankfurt School and a lot of their writings about like irrational cultures and irrational society and its connection with fascism, I just noticed like a very distinct similarity in this sort of predictive power of a lot of it, the writings in relation to QAnon. How is it possible that a far right movement can be like so bizarre as as something like QAnon is and so connected to like weird conspiracy culture as well. And I think that, yeah, it's, it's a very perfect connection. QAnon Astrology, the storm down to earth. Upon a cursory glance, one would probably say that QAnon, the Avengers, Nazi propaganda, and astrology would have nothing in common. What this cursory glance doesn't account for is the writings of two important members of the influential German critical philosophical school of thought known as the Frankfurt School. These two writers are Theodor Adorno and Max Horkheimer, who are two German Jews that would begin collaborating in the interwar period upon meeting each other at the Gotha University Frankfurt. After the Nazi party took power in 1933, they both lost their professorship titles in Germany and eventually fled to America. 
Much of Adorno and Horkheimer's work following this period came to be an attempt to reconcile how it was possible for Nazism and other authoritarian irrational movements to become so widespread and successful following the period of the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment, to greatly simplify things, was a movement started in the 18th or so century that encompassed Western philosophy that attempted to uplift humanity from irrational, mystical beliefs such as the divine right of kings, and towards a culture and style of governance that emphasized humanity's rationality. And millions of, of Travis views rejoiced in the streets <laughs> upon that day. Finally, some inroads into the culture. Finally, rationalism would have its hour. Little did yes. his, the descendants of Travis, of, that, of those Travis's cursed how far they would fall. There's that meme of like, you know, women going back in a time machine. It's like, you know, oh, you're my grandpa. It's like men going back and it's, it's telling Immanuel Kant, like, you know, stop. There's something <laughs> fundamentally wrong with the Enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, we should not be drawing these buildings in perfect perspective. It is going to end Western civilization. During the period of exile from Germany from 1933 until the end of the Nazi Reich, the writing was concerned with this primary question of how the Enlightenment has failed. And for a period of time, especially during the Nazis' furthest territorial expansion in 1942, such a brutal authoritarian and anti-rational ideology could become so powerful. One of the main causes for this, as written in their arguably most important work within their exile, Dialectic of Enlightenment, is the use of technology as a tool to make people docile and passive. This is essentially the product of technological ingenuity, which comes from capitalism, industrialization, and the Enlightenment. So, you know, developments of technology like radio, TV, magazine, etc. What is so interesting about the works created by these social theorists, especially as it relates to something like QAnon, is that they are two exiled German Jews that are attempting to make sense of what the social causes for fascism and the Holocaust are, primarily by analyzing American popular culture. This mass-produced popular culture, for them, is one of the primary causes for leading a population to passively receive fascist propaganda uncritically. When we think of a far-right movement like QAnon, which is angled towards indoctrinating impressionable people into an irrational cult that pledges allegiance to Trump, the military, and the police, among other things, it makes perfect sense for this movement to be infested with pop culture references. So, for instance, uh, in the 1996 movie White Squall, an adventure-slash-drama coming-of-age film about teenage boys <laughs> who learn camaraderie and discipline by surviving together on a, a sailing trip gone wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is hilarious. Uh, the um, bareback boys are sunk at sea again. I remember when that shit like came out in the theaters too. I remember it was a it, it made a little bit of a cultural splash. I can't remember if I saw it. But well, yeah, they dumped enough young children overboard to make one. I was negative two when it came out, so I'm, I'm only only seeing this as as. Uh, yeah, references relic. after it. Yeah, it's a QAnon movie but I'm for you. This for is your a generation. relic that should go back in the time capsule, honestly. <laughs> yes, we should put it back in. Um, it'd be funny to, to watch it now and think that it's like has such an important grasp on uh, the QAnon ethos, though. Mm -hmm. That would be a good watch. Yeah, we'll eventually uh, we have, have these... to do a movie Oh, yeah, night we haven't it. done White Squad movie night? Good, that'll be funny. Oh, maybe we'll, we'll do that may, next, Yeah, maybe uh, Liv will have to, have to come back. Yeah. No, next week we have our premium, you little bastard. Uh, I don't Don't know you know try to step on work. my toes? Hey, I just work here, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, these boys deal with the challenges of survival set within the film through a rallying cry that is likely familiar to any listeners of the QA podcast. The ship beneath you is not a toy. Sailing's not a game. So why the hell do it? 
Bill's character, Mr. Preston, of which you are in desperately short supply. They came from different places. And this Ocean Academy isn't recognized as accredited. It'll be a good thing, Dad. They sailed for different reasons. I don't want to be what I was when I left. There you go. Anonymous. But there was only one way. We'll do it together. I can't. Climb! To survive <laughs> on his ship. I will challenge them, and they will come together. Yeah. Become a team. Yeah. We go one, we go all. Because where he was taking them... What are they doing? Claiming their place in the world could not be measured in miles. I can't believe that's the yeah. real trailer, too, and not like oh. a cut that, like, <laughs> we made. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And you can see in, like, the, the comments, it's all just like, you know, where that's we go right. when we go all, oh, you know, hashtag QAnon, hashtag Trump, you know, et cetera. Yeah, which must um, rule for the person who uploaded this on August 15th, 2010. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh my God. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for all we know, maybe they're a QAnon or maybe maybe their their early, early interest yeah. in the film. But yeah, if that final line sounds familiar, it is, of course, because it's not simply the rallying cry for a few fictional teenage boys stranded in the ocean, but would also become the rallying cry for QAnon. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>